Nick Cave's artwork is larger than life, deeply personal, and decades in the making. Now at the Akron Art Museum, you can see his signature sound suits made from thousands of household objects. On this week's State of the Arts, I step into Nick Cave's world. Nick Cave's work is overflowing with everyday objects like buttons, beads, and vintage toys stacked and sewn in spectacular suits of armor as tall as basketball hoops. It's just amazing. <laughs> Grace Hudson is part of the crowd at the opening of Nick Cave's exhibit featuring his sound suits. It's different and he uses so many different uh, mediums and objects and from buttons to dolls to whatever. The artist even uses kitsch ceramic animals that are more at home at your grandmother's house than in an art museum. Nick Cave describes his process as One person's junk is another person's treasure. But in Cave's hands, that junk is melded into something beautiful and powerful. Sound suits are a mixture of visual art, fashion, and dance. The reason they're called sound suits is because of the sound that is generated when someone moves in it. That's Chief Curator Ellen Rudolph. The rushing ocean-like sound you're hearing, that's a video of a sound suit in action. So this is uh, a performer that's inside of a synthetic raffia suit. The raffia fibers, which are used to make hats, baskets, and mats, are sewn onto the frame of the sound suit. The performer moves up and down, swinging the strands rhythmically, creating that mesmerizing sound. This is a one-take video. And so basically, this is us miking uh, above and then allowing him to move as he sort of wishes and, uh, and then creating this sort of work. Mounted on mannequins in the museum's main gallery, the wearable sculptures are made of layer upon layer of objects the Chicago-based artist sources from thrift shops and flea markets. I have a tendency of jumping on a plane and going to Washington State, one-way ticket, renting a cargo van, and then shopping all the way back to Chicago. Each sound suit is different. One is embellished with world globes and old spinning tops, while another has ropes of repurposed sweaters sewn into what Cave calls sweater bones, dotted with repurposed sock monkeys. It looks like the swamp thing mixed with stuffed animals from your childhood. Another sound suit uses a base of sewn together doilies surrounded by a cage of Easter baskets. A plush Easter bunny is sitting on top. This really becomes the sort of central crown, the central sort of object that sort of provokes and sort of drives the uh, spirit. Behind each layer and pattern lies deep emotion and vulnerability for the artist who is African-American. Cave says he made his first sound suit in 1992 after four white police officers were acquitted in the beating of Rodney King. But it was really me sort of trying to sort of understand that situation as a young black man and trying to sort of also shield and protect my sort of inner sort of uh, self. The artist made an initial series of the work but had to take a decade-long hiatus to process his emotions and work on other projects. What brought me back to it was just that it was a part of a body of work that wasn't resolved. Does it feel any different putting one of these sound suits on now as it did back in 1992 when you made your first one? No, unfortunately. You know, there's been Freddie Gray, there's been Gardner, there's been Sandra Blaine, there's been Trayvon Martin. So 
Unfortunately not. It's still it's still an armor. It's still an armor. But Cave says for others his sound suits may trigger different emotions. Perhaps they'll see a vintage toy or textile pattern that reminds them of something from the past. It's these sort of moments of nostalgic sort of memory that we can sort of tap into and find ways to sort of communicate and have the sort of broad dialogue around. And Cave is making plans to hold a dialogue and sound suit performance outside the walls of the museum sometime in early May. So we're going to have to wait until May until you put one of these on. You're going to have to wait till May. <laughs> With this week's State of the Arts, I'm Mark Earhart, 89.7 WKSU.